0: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Brinkinridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR.
1: It's exiting in 206 now as we tiptoe our way towards Christmas. Normally this week is sort of light. (laughs) And it's, uh, it's definitely a lot light today. And from the conversation about politics to your personal life and social media. Uh, some of the questions that we're going to ask is, are you on it? Are you getting off of it? How is it affecting you? There's new story in New York Times, which they've repackaged a couple of times, actually, and done a fantastic job sharing it. Uh, reveals that Facebook gave information to some pretty big companies uh, uh, with information that we thought was private. They didn't tell anybody that they were doing this, and not only that, there's the Cambridge Analytica thing and um, all of the Facebook relationship with that because there's now a lawsuit um, over that. Call it a scandal, I don't know, going on. It's it's a case for sure. Uh, Renee Ritchie is joining us here on the phone, executive director of Mobile Nations. Now, Renee, you've been covering Facebook. And their, their bad behavior for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. It just keeps going on and on. Well, it's keeping you busy. Uh, you don't even need to be um, self-sustaining in this one. It seems to be writing a career for it yourself or itself. It's got
0: its own engine. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So what we've seen with Facebook today, uh, for anybody who hasn't had a chance to read the article, Renee, can you give us a little summary of what we've seen?
0: So, I mean, the gist of it is that Facebook had arrangements that were undisclosed with big technology partners like Yahoo, like Microsoft, like uh, Netflix where and Amazon, where they would share information from your friend list, from your data with those companies without any of the usual notifications or advisories that they were doing it. Uh, And it's sort of like everyone has known this sort of stuff has been happening, but these outlandish conspiracy theories have bubbled up because we just couldn't explain it. I search for something on the web, then I go to Instagram, and there's an ad for the Amazon product I just looked for, and is my microphone listening to me? But it turns out that this is a bunch of backroom dealings by all these companies.
1: Well, I it's it's great marketing, really, because when I Google or search on something on Amazon, then all of a sudden the ads are popping up on Facebook. Um, it co- is,
0: but it's a little bit creepy. It's like they're following you around the internet, and not you don't always expect them to, and then you wonder how how do they know?
1: Well, and, and yeah, I, I totally agree, and it's it's freaky in what it is, and for people that work in that world, I mean, they really do follow you everywhere you go, and um, so when you go to a, a store, um, whether you are signing up for an online course or. You go to a shopping cart to buy yourself some new socks. That data follows you. And then as soon as you go to another website that participates, all of a sudden it says, well, what's what's this person into? Hey, they want socks. And all of a sudden, your ads go socks.
0: I went on an unplanned trip to Ottawa and I opened up the app and there was an ad for dinner in Ottawa. And I never told anybody I'd spoken on the phone about the trip, but it turned out that based on my previous patterns of behavior and other apps that they had that they thought I'd like a dinner restaurant recommendation.
1: That's crazy to think. Now, there are some fun things to do with this. Um, for example, uh, in the studio um, when I, you know, around my coworkers, I can make sure that I, I search and look at really, really, really strange things. So when they go <laughs> uh, to their websites, they get strange ads. So, But it's not all fun and games, is it? This is real life stuff where s- privacy is starting to be not only tiptoed on but stepped on.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's had serious repercussions in the past. Google had an ill-stated an Ill- social network called Buzz where they just decided as a matter of business for them and convenience for you, they would suddenly share the location of all your contacts. and People who had restraining orders against former spouses or other people in their lives suddenly knew exactly where they are. Uh, or people in court cases, they've had their, their Amazon Echo record subpoenaed or their Google search history subpoenaed. And with all these companies sharing that information, it, there's just no sense of privacy around that anymore.
1: This is stuff that is there. And Mark Zuckerberg, forgive me, I could not find the specific quote, but in the spirit of what he had said, he had shared that uh, people are morons for putting all of their information into a free website.
0: Yeah, uh, he said he has referred to his users in some of the most derogatory uh, manner possible over the years. Google, the former chairman of Google said that the privacy was dead and that we should have. No one over the age of, no one in high school should expect privacy anymore. Or we should change our names if we want to retain our privacy. It's sort of (laughs) outlandish the way they look at us.
1: Well, and people do all kinds of crazy things. Like uh, on Facebook, they actually put the wrong birthday in. So yeah and
0: then you get locked out because you can't remember the fake birthday you gave. Them. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I always use my friend's birthday anyway. So That's
0: perfect. the um the
1: the thing is though is that when you post on Facebook, I mean and, we, and we're doing this to ourselves, I suppose is the point that I'm trying to make is that when I post on Facebook that, you know, hey, my uh cousin had a baby and, you know, uh Marcus Frederick Johnson you know, was born on December 19th, 2018. I'm pretty sure you could apply for credit now with that information.
0: Yeah, but it goes beyond that. So the stuff that you give them is one thing, but I don't think a lot of us expect... Uh, Facebook, for example, has been caught creating dark profiles, which are profiles of people who aren't on the network, and they made deals with credit card companies or with these other companies like Microsoft's Bing or with Amazon, so they could trade this data and build profiles for people who never gave them or never gave permission for this information to be used. Oh. And at that point, there's, there's very little checks and balance. We would be outraged if our governments took the kind of information from us that these social networks are amassing. And it, for some reason, we haven't reached that boiling point with them yet.
1: Have we seen the pushback yet? As it started to happen, are you seeing it?
0: It is. I think I'd like to liken it to uh, security before Windows XP. We never even really thought about malware or viruses or things until roughly the Windows XP age, and then it became one of the most important things in computers. And I think privacy now, after Cambridge Analytica and some of the other big scandals, we're starting to think about security in just those terms. Sorry, privacy in just those terms.
1: How big of a deal is this? other than the spirit of having somebody invade our world? Is it dangerous?
0: So, in and of itself, any one of these incidents, accidents can happen to everybody. But when taken together, it betrays a pattern of absolute reckless disregard for the information of users. And it can literally have life that we've seen in Myanmar, Myanmar, for example. People have started... uh, Families have a lot going on. on social media, on Facebook and WhatsApp and all those different apps. And their companies right now are taking no responsibility and governments are imposing no regulation on what are effective data monopolies. And that is probably going to have serious side effects for us.
1: So what do we do about it? Because, Renee, I mean, you've sat there, you've looked at all this stuff. I mean, do you even have a Facebook account?
0: <laughs> I, deleted, I deleted my... Well, at first I nuked it back to almost no data, and then I finally got rid of it because it was just one abuse, one data leak one problem. I mean just earlier this week. This is the funny thing, is like this is like the third scandal this week because they leaked a bunch of pri- they let developers take a bunch of your private photos. Photos you didn't even share with the public and suck them all down into their apps. Yeah, that's right. I, it, yeah, it is just it's one so I just got rid of Facebook. Instagram has proven harder and that is the problem, is that if you want to replace Google or replace Facebook, it's very difficult and we're probably gonna to have to come up with some form. The European Union with GDPR is doing a good job of starting to put regulations in place to respect privacy and some private companies apple is one of them there are a few who say that you always have the right to know what data we have to see it to understand why we collect it to delete it or to get it downloaded if you want it and i think every Every company needs that sort of on a, on a legal level with the government.
1: There was a lot of assertions that, were, that said Google is always listening, right? If you, um, on your microphones or whatever, they're not necessarily recording, but they're always listening and recording the words you use. I don't know if that's
0: outside your purview. Do you, are, you, are you familiar with that? It's, it's sort of a yes and no thing like they they are always because of the way that their technology works they need massive amounts of data to train the machine learning models that then provide better service to their customers but at the same time they use this data to train all sorts of other things and then again we have the repercussions like google finally cancelled it because their own employees were outraged that they were going to sell facial recognition technology to drones which means our selfies were literally going to teach uh bombs how to kill people and we said no But those sorts of things keep happening. Or Amazon now is testing, doing that with law enforcement officers. So our doorbells in our homes will identify criminals in crowds. And we have to sort of figure out if we're okay with these technologies.
1: Isn't it funny how when you see it on a movie and you're like, yeah, you got the bad guy because he walked downtown um, or through the bus station. And yet um, the minute that it's like, even for people that haven't done anything wrong, the minute it's like, wait a second, you saw I was at the mall?
0: Yeah. And also, I mean, even if you want to be selfish about it, they're making billions of dollars by giving us free things. And at some point you might say, well, they should, be giving, they should be paying for our data. They shouldn't just be taking it. If I want to, I should say, you can have my data, but it's going to cost you X thousands of dollars a week, a month, a year, something like that. It
1: sounds to me like you're suggesting everybody unenroll from Facebook. And then if they want to continue to do business, they can feel free to, to trickle us a little bit of dough every time they just dish out my birthday.
0: Yeah, I think free is too high a price to pay for our data. Everyone feels data rich because we all have different amounts of money, but we all effectively have, we're all effectively data millionaires. And we're sort of spending, our, spending it so fast, we can't even think about it now. But at a certain point, we're going to realize you know, that it has value. And then I think we'll start to make better decisions about it.
1: Uh, Renee Ritchie, uh, it's a remarkable conversation. Is there anything else that you, that you have on the top of your mind that you want to share before we move on?
0: Yeah, I would just encourage everybody to give companies the minimal amount of data possible and at least once a month, go through your settings and see what you shared with other apps, and if they don't need that information anymore, get, get rid of their permissions to use it.
1: And just for clarity, if you drop Facebook for Instagram, because a lot of people do, they are the same company.
0: And WhatsApp is the same company as well, and Oculus is the same company as well, and that's what makes it hard for people.
1: Because here you are with fundamental pieces of your life. Yes, Remarkable. Thank you so much, Renee. Thank you so much. Renee Ritchie is uh, executive director of Mobile Nations. Oh, <laughs> that it scares the crap out of me, and I'm guilty of it being on the radio. That you know, I've got you know five thousand of my closest friends I've never met on Facebook and stuff like that. And <laughs> to think that you know that is that is happening, and is there a price to pay for me being able to say, "Hey, I'm on the radio at twelve thirty today," for the fact that they might take yours and mine and everyone else's information um that's 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 crazy uh rbc on a global article uh denies report claiming that it had access to facebook users private messages you can check that on the global websites as well and facebook is being sued by washington dc's attorney general over cambridge analytica how does this affect you are you on it are you off of it are you um are you going to walk away from it are you going to pick up the phone Like, where is this technology getting to a point that we've just even lost touch with everything that we have? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.